Hey y'all, welcome back. I am Mel and you are listening to Wilma the Wonder Hand. We are so excited to have you with us. Uh, for those who have joined us each and every week, we are so grateful for all the downloads and the reviews. We are honored to have you with us and we have had some pretty amazing guests over the weeks and we've taken some breaks along the way because, well, life happens. But today is all about resources. I know that just seems kind of boring, but I promise, I promise, this is going to be something that you may want to refer back to. Of course, I will link all of the links or the websites in our show notes for you to go back and look over. But in today's world of the chicken community, the online resources are absolutely amazing. Uh, to think back to when my husband's family had chickens and they had no access to all of the things that we currently have access to. So what a blessing, right? You may hear my little baby chick in the background. She is out here in the she shed with her mama, uh, Patsy. So they are going to be a part of the show as well. Because they, we have uh, this thing called social media and the online references that they didn't have back in the day, uh, this gives us an opportunity to really learn and grow uh, about chicken keeping and become more efficient in uh, keeping our chickens healthy and strong. Along with that comes a ton of misinformation. And I say all of this with love because I want you to be empowered. That's the whole goal of this podcast is to empower you so that you're not out there looking so much for resources. Uh, you're able to already have those. You, you already possess all those skills that you need to find the answer to the questions So today we're going to go over what I would consider reliable sources. Now, when I say reliable, uh, I'm not talking about backyard poultry message boards and things like that. Okay, I'm just not. Because there are a lot of benefits to the backyard chicken community, uh, Facebook groups and things like that. You can find uh, people local in your area, maybe uh, new chicken buddies, you know, uh, make relationships like that. But at the same time, I want you to take in the information that you read or receive and sift it. Sift it through what is considered reliable sources. So what would be a reliable source? What would make them reliable? Your sources that you are relying on for information should have some type of veterinarian collaboration or scientific uh, citations from articles. These are important clues to finding valuable information that is reliable. Anyone can put up a blog post. Anyone can put up a post on social media and say it's legit. Well, you need to sift that through and be smart enough to see where is this information coming from? Where are they getting this? Is this just something that they 
prefer, something that they have used over the years, and it is uh, what they consider to be safe. My very first suggestion would be to seek out a local... That's little dude. Thanks, little dude. Um, <laughs> my very first suggestion would do is to seek out a local veterinarian. I know it's very hard for some people. They do not have access to a veterinarian in their area that sees chickens. I, there he goes again. I think that uh, it is possible to seek out a veterinarian even if they do not see chickens, that they could uh, be of great assistance. Uh, if needed, they could do a float, a fecal float test to determine, you know, maybe your chickens have a high worm load and what type of medication would be fitting. Also, if you start out, if you seek out a local veterinarian, it could be possible to build a relationship. And the things that veterinarians have access to, uh, obviously, those are things that we need Uh you know, in times of emergencies. And we may know what to do, but they are going to have the ability to provide medications and things that we just don't have access to. My very next suggestion would be MerkVetManual.com. It is a free online source, endless online source of uh, chicken poultry care, He is not going to shut up. This is not your podcast, sir. This is not your episode. He's sitting outside of my she shed, which is where our podcast is conducted. And he is just looking at me through the door. Oh, my gosh. Articles. And uh, they also have videos. And it's just an endless um, supply of information there. Uh, They do have an app that you can download onto your phone, but most of it you need to uh, pull up on your laptop to get some of that extra stuff. My next suggestion would be poultryhubhub.org. This is a great source of online uh, information for chicken keepers. It is chocked full of articles and lots of visuals. You can also take online courses so many things uh, that are available. Uh, the USCA.gov, they do have a section on chicken keeping. They have a huge section on biosecurity. Also, the NPIP, yeah, NPIP, which is the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Services. Uh, they do handle the Natural Poultry Improvement Plan, which is the NPIP. This gives you an idea of who in your area. Uh, may be a uh, NPIP certified. And if the need comes up to purchase chicks or chickens, this would probably be my first suggestion, along with a, you know, local breeder. You can also look on your local extension office. I, I don't know what that is for your area. You would just have to look up online, you know, local uh, local extension office. You can check your local universities. They usually also provide uh, animal services online. They have classes you can take, courses you can take. Here in the state of Tennessee, we do have the University of Tennessee, which is also a veterinarian school. And if you go online, say a local university, they usually will have some type of programs that you can visit 
and information and articles there. And if you don't have one in your own state, there are so many universities that do offer them. I will link a few that I know of. Uh, Ray at Covert Cluckers, she has a great one in her state, and there is one in ours. There are a few other places that you can find information. Is a Association of Avian Veterinarians is a great place to go on and look. This will help you locate local veterinarians in your area. And sometimes local means, you know, 30 to 45 minutes away. For us, our avian veterinarian is roughly 40 minutes from here. But we are so grateful um, that we do have access to our veterinarian. So 40 minutes is well worth the trip. Another place is Livestock Conservancy. This is a place that specializes in breeding of heritage breeds. They offer all kinds of different uh, breeds of chickens along with hatching eggs. You just have to go on there and look and see if there's anyone close in your area. Outside of the online sources, I would recommend some books. The books that I would recommend are ones that have been cited for that have scientific citations within them. They have consulted at some point a veterinarian, and that would be a book by uh, Gail Damaro. It's called The Chicken Health Handbook, and it's probably one of my favorite books. You can learn basic stuff all the way to advanced stuff. Uh, it is great. There are a few blogs that I do follow. I follow the Chicken Chicks um, blog. She also has a book uh, that is called, I think, The Chicken Chicks Guide to Backyard Chicken Keeper, something like that. Uh, but with the blogs, I also take that with a grain of salt. I don't agree with everything that they they have on there. And the information that I do collect from outside sources, I always sift what they have to say, sift it through what I know to be true or sift this through my veterinarian. We usually have like a powwow session when I have to bring a chicken in, we sit down and we just kind of go over a few things and they are very good at teaching us things that uh, we would never, never had known, you know, little tips and tricks. And that's definitely uh, beneficial because then we can pass that along to other people. Also, I want to mention about our Zoom community, Wilma's Holler Gang Zoom community. We had our first meeting last Saturday. Uh, it went great. I know a lot of people couldn't show up because of, well, life happens and we understand. And plus this first meeting was just filling out time slots that work for the majority of people. Not all the people because we know that's never going to happen. But we do have one and next one coming up. I'm not announced the date yet because I'm still trying to figure things out. But it was a lot of fun. It's so nice to see the people's faces and talk to them in real time that I just see, you know, on Instagram. Uh, we do have some people that we just, that just follows us through Pinterest and a few other places, and they signed up as well. So we are super excited. And as soon as I find out that date, I will let y'all know, and I will definitely give y'all at least a week ahead of time. But I'm kind of thinking uh, next Tuesday at 8 p.m., and that is Eastern Standard Time or Eastern Daylight Savings Time. If you got a better suggestion, please send it my way because it is not easy trying to figure out and pinpoint a time. 
I want eventually to have a set date and time. And then that way, you know, everyone knows, okay, this is when we're having it. So it's not a just random days and times. But in the beginning, that's what you got to do to figure it out. I would love to hear if you have any uh, special websites or books that you feel is just top of the line that I could pass along to some of our listeners or followers. I say all of this about resources because I want you to not just jump on the bandwagon to anything that comes along your way and be like, oh yeah, that's how we're supposed to do it. Oh yeah, that's how you treat that. Even what I tell you, I want you to sift it through, you know, one of these websites Uh, We all have our preferences. I'm not talking about preferences. We all have a preference to the brand of food we feed our chickens, uh, maybe how much time we spend with our chickens or the type of bedding we use. You know, some of those things are just preferences. And you know what? That's okay. Specific things that people are portraying as they are professionals. Uh, That's not for just a lay person to come up with. Uh, Maybe you want your flock to be all natural and, you know, you utilize herbs and those are all beneficial. But some of those things are just preferences. Also, just a quick little update on Miss Pumpkin. I did get some hatching eggs from King's Cox and the Mother Cluckers over at Marissa King. She is the owner. And we did get some hatching eggs from her. We picked up some quail eggs for Miss Pumpkin. It will not be long and those little babies are going to hatch, hopefully. She had a mishap last time she sat. I think she was just so young. She kept getting up and off the nest continuously. And this, I think, led to some chilling of the baby chicks and they just didn't make it. So I'm really hoping, um, I don't want to intervene. I, I, I want to save the quail eggs and we shall see what I will do. I do have an incubator, but I really want Miss Pumpkin to follow through. Definitely want the mama hen to raise these baby chicks. I am definitely a fan of mama hens. Uh, they do a way better job than we ever could. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. I hope you found some benefit in this. I will link all of the websites that I have named in this episode in our show notes. We did a sweet and fast podcast this week, but we have an exciting interview coming up next week and I can't wait for you to meet her. She is, she's just a ray of sunshine. Yes, she is. Until next time, y'all. Bye, y'all.